Hello. Hey, everyone. Um, it was. It took everything in me not to say hi, is Jennifer Coolidge, because I've been doing a, a Jennifer Coolidge impersonation for like the past half hour. And I would just be laughing this whole entire episode. And yeah. I wouldn't be able to verbalize anything. It'd be a mess on yeah, my part. Yeah, so I didn't do that. But what else is new for me? I mean, I'm always a mess. Yeah. Welcome back. Welcome to back to Raiders, Raiders of, of the, the Lost, Lost Arts. Arts. That's us. That is us. I am Craig, and that is I'm Kay. Yeah. I feel like everyone knows that by now, but I guess it's part of our intro. Um, no, there's always sometimes you get new listeners. You never know. That's true. And sometimes, like whenever I start a new podcast, I never start from the beginning. I start from the most current episode. Yeah, and then so. if I want to go back, what I made the mistake because you got to test it out. You got to test drive her. My, uh, I started listening to my brother, my brother and me, and I listened. I started listening from the beginning. I got like a fair amount in, but I was like, okay, they're talking about like Obama. Like we're wow. onto a whole, we're past, but there was a whole president in between. Like, mm-hmm. and this is like beginning of Obama, like wow, pre twenty ten, I think. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> no, I can't stop. Um, yeah, happy four twenty. I mean, it is for us today. Yeah. By the time this is out, it won't be. But happy four twenty to everyone. Yeah, and I think we should just jump right in today. Oh, we're not gonna do our little. Nah. Nah. I mean, 420, that lets you know the date. Yeah. There's this kind of, I not mean, a lot of there, pop culture stuff. Oh, there, there there, was, though. Yeah, but I don't want to talk about that. This is a pop culture podcast. So. I agree. I'm um, glad we're on the same page. We're not going to give said person the platform, the credit yes. they don't deserve. Um, so I feel like stuff has happened this week. And I mean, the- um, Like real stuff. Oh, there's a, the, there's a new Marvel trailer out. I forget yes. what the name of the movie is, but it looks really good. Um, yeah, that's not very helpful, but you, uh, whoever knows, knows. Y'all get the gist. If you know, you know. If you don't, you don't. And that's on you. Yeah. Um. So we're going to jump into yeah, it. Yeah, let's just jump in, if jump you will. Jump in, if you will. Okay. So on today's episode, Kay and I are going to be talking about the one, the only, the DCOM, which is... The one, the only. <laughs> the one, the only. You say that about everything. Yeah, everything yeah. is the one, the only. I mean... Anyway, uh, Disney Channel original movies, which I think if you were born sometime in the 90s yeah. or later, you know what they mm-hmm. are. I actually have like, I'm going to do a, a small history segment and talk about actually there is like history behind the Disney Channel original movie. Cause you do know we me. care though? We should. Oh, okay. Yeah, we as should. long as it's interesting. Yeah, because you'll see. Is it the most interesting thing you're going to learn in the world? No, but however, you're going to have this really dumb fat in your back pocket and you're going to pull it out of parties and you'll be the coolest one there. Aw, parties. parties. Remember those? Remember those. Hopefully soon I get my second <clears throat> dose of Pfizer. Pfizer hottie. May the 4th Ooh. on a freaking Star Wars day. Hot um, hot girl Star Wars only. Portrait of a lady on Pfizer. Yep. <sighs> I had to do that. But, uh, not I'm like excited. We, not that. like I haven't seen that on the timeline. Okay. Listen. I can be unoriginal every once in a while. No, you're allowed to be all the time because you're very. This original. is not a decom. This is a. I'm not going to figure. Well, decoms are they even original? <gasps> I mean, okay, just go into. <laughs> there, there are tropes. Okay, we're gonna go, go into, into it. segment. So, <clears throat> as you all know, and if you don't, if if you are new to the decom, let's 
I had friends who like didn't watch Disney Channel. Yeah, as a kid, so let's so talk they don't a little. Really let's talk a little bit about it. So DCOM obviously stands for, as we said, Disney Channel original movie. Um, so specifically, they are television films produced by the Disney Channel company, a company that dates back earlier than you might think. Actually, if you had to take a guess, like if you had to throw out a year, what year do you think that the company started? What Disney Channel? Disney Channel, yes. Oh, isn't it like the eighties? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So it started in nineteen. 19- oh, I know things. <laughs> I'm an intellectual. I know all things Disney. I'm a Disney whore, so I'm gonna know about the Disney I'm Channel. I'm not a Disney whore or Disney adult. I'm a Disney enjoyer. No, you go be no, no. You know why? Because she helped me on GeoGuessr this week, and I was in the middle of Disneyland, and she knew exactly where I was within seconds. <laughs> so don't don't try to play that card. Well. You're right near the Pirates ride. Of course I'm going to know where you are. In Disneyland, That's not even s- Disney World. Yeah, well, I've been to both. Craig. Disney whore status right there. Okay, whatever. Anyways, <laughs> um, so yes, um, the company dates back to 1983. Um, and actually, before I even go into more history, this is like a question I'm going to pose to our besties, but actually like directly to you, because mm-hmm. I want to kind of go back and forth. What are your earliest Disney Channel memories? Like of actually watching Disney Just Channel? Just Disney Channel in general, yeah. Um, Lizzie McGuire. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, mostly Lizzie McGuire. Maybe some of like the early shows, like I mean, like early in the morning, like more the kids animated, like yes. um, the the Aladdin animated show, okay. as well as like the Hercules and Emperor's New Groove. I was about to say one. when they had the Emperor's New School. That was that was great. Mm-hmm. I love that one. Um, and Kim Possible. Those were like my my shows yeah i had a lot of shows i like growing up too i know this is like later disney i'm about to say like 2000s but i don't know why the like i think the one that like resonated the most and was like the prime of my like brain being able to remember sweet life of zach and cody oh yeah that was definitely like my childhood like when i was in elementary school yeah exactly and i can Um, remember things in terms in terms of earlier i agree i'd probably say like lizzie mcguire i was also like even stevens i remember watching stevens that was good Phil the Future. Oh, we loved Phil of the Future in my house. Yes. It's, like, loved. It's it's all around a classic. Like, I just, it, it yeah. has, like, such a, I feel like I really cast that net for demographic to, like, a wide audience. Like, everyone loved it. Yeah. It, my mom, like, my mom rarely watched um, TV shows with us, but she liked that one. She liked that one and, like, Drake and Josh, and that was it. Nice. Drake and Josh, again, Drake and Josh is another good one. She she actually really liked Drake and Josh. A lot of people did, do. It's it's just good. Yeah. Um, so, however, when it comes to the Disney Channel movie, um, the first decom came to our televisions not until 1997. Mm-hmm. Um, they so, had some that, like, premiered first on Disney Channel, but they weren't Disney Channel original movies. Look at you knowing this Like, they stuff. had, like, was, like, a weird Huckleberry Finn one, I remember, and, like... I, Maybe I, the Rocketeer too. Okay, wait, stop. The Huckleberry Finn one I own on DVD. Don't know why. The the specific one that they premiered on the thing, or um, just Huckleberry Finn? It's like a Disney version of it, and it's well, like yeah, live Disney action. made Huckleberry Finn as well. I, I think I, their version is actually pretty popular. I don't. Remember. I don't know why. But anyway, so in August of 1997 um, was the premiere of Northern Lights, and then literally only a few months later, we had in October of 1997. Um, the, the film Under Wraps. It was a mummy movie. <clears throat> yeah. So here's the thing. I went deep into the web for this. And when I mean deep into the web, I went deep into the Disney wiki. Yeah. It, it was an interesting place. So there is 
much argument and speculation about this as to which is actually the first decom because Disney Channel itself went through a rebranding phase yeah, during that did. time. Um, so that movie I was just talking about, Northern Lights, is argued not to be the first, but the last of the original channel before the actual rebranding of Disney Channel original movie. Who genuinely cares about <clears throat> this, though? Like People the, do. The, the creators of Northern Lights? Maybe, but like no, I guess the fans out there, like I, I don't know anyone. I can't tell. I'm sure some Disney adults somewhere. Really, because like I said, um, and a huge reason why there's a speculation. So apparently, back in 2016, Disney Channel, um, premiered its 100th Disney Channel original movie. Mm -hmm. So they had a celebration where they showed all 100 of them, and they showed under wraps, but they did not show Northern Lights. Ooh, canon. So, <laughs> literally canon. So, what they went from this shift, it's like such a minor shift in name. So, the movies before that, so arguably the last one being Northern Lights, were used to be, were used to be, they used to be called Disney Channel Premiere Films. Because mm-hmm. they premiered, but then like they would go to DVD. Yeah. Also, but it has, but that's so what it, DCOMs, it, yeah. I know, but I guess it's different because they weren't like, they were made more by Disney and not like, for the audiences on Disney Channel who were kids. Yeah. You know? Yeah, for sure. Um, And I love it because it's like it went from premiere films. Premiere like, films. Like so. Original movies. To original oh, movies. The freaking thing that they would play before there was an original movie. Oh, it gets me hyped to this day. That is gets straight me hyped serotonin this to the brain. Oh, my God. It was like. It was like the film reel that made oh! the Disney thing, and it it felt like you were on a Corbin roller coaster. Corbin Blue was just all over the place. Ugh. You Corbin felt Blue. like you were on a roller coaster. I felt like I was at a little movie theater in my own house. Yeah, it was so exciting, and like I remember to this day being so hyped for it because I'd be to my friends, I have to watch the Disney Channel movie tonight. Like we have to, we have to make sure. I we're remember home watching the premiere for like Camp Rock or Camp Rock Two, and that thing showing, and just me getting so hyped. I remember the, watching the premiere of High School Musical 1. Oh, I was not. I was not privy to that. Um, I watched it after the fact. I remember watching the premiere. I was so excited for it. I'm like, I remember being, I feel like I was on like the bus in elementary <laughs> school. And I was talking to my friends. I'm like, do you guys see the commercial, like the trailer for that new movie coming out, High School Musical? It like, kind of looks good. Mm. And I remember being hyped for it. I so- knew nothing about it. I remember my sister, she like recorded it and she was just like, I watched it. You want to watch it with me? I think you might like it. And I was like, okay. And I really liked it. And then she turns around is a and is a hater. She's like, it sucks. I'm like, she's fake. Then why would you why would you lure me why would into you this? Gaslight you like that? I I, I felt I felt used. Clearly. Sam, if you're listening, Sam, <laughs> that was mean. You have some explaining to do. When we see, well, we're gonna see her Saturday when we dog sit. So she's gonna <laughs> have to explain personally to me. <laughs> What what, what went wrong with High School Musical? Yeah, I don't I don't get her. We will have that discourse. We will unpack it. (laughs) Anyways, going back to a little bit of the history. So I wrote down at its peak, um, one movie was released each month. Wow, that's That's crazy. Like a movie per month. That's obviously do the math, simple math. Twelve movies a year. Man, it's like it was like the forties in Hollywood. Yeah, no. They'd put out like a movie a day. Literally, and then. You know, as time changed and 
things happen. And I it, think also they just got bigger budgets too, especially when they started getting more popular. Yeah. Um. So they slowed down and they transitioned into this um one every two months. Mm. So we went from twelve movies a year to six. And then now this contemporary model that they have is they release two movies per year. Yeah, but they're all they're like a it's like a big thing. Are they? I feel like it. I feel like I always see it when one of them is getting released, like whenever there's a new Descendants movie or whatever. See this? I know this is gonna make me look dumb. I know the name. I really don't know much about them. With the Descendants? Yeah. I it was like a little bit after me. I had friends though who were really into it, and they're like, "Don't judge me." I'm like, "Listen, I won't." Um, it's like they're the children of the villains yes. from Disney movies. I actually did know that much. I think um, and that's it. And they, it's like musical, yeah, right? Yeah, I think I think, it's, I think they're musicals. Um, I watched part of one. <clears throat> it was okay. I didn't love it. Maybe it's because I didn't know the characters. Maybe I'll get around to them yeah. one day, and I might like them more. Um, Cameron Boyce is in them, I which know. is sad. Um, and isn't Dove Cameron? I want to say yeah. That would I think make so. sense. Like again, she's like I know that name and I know the face, but I really don't know her. Blonde girl. Yeah, I, I mean I know, but I'm saying pretty like, nose. I, <laughs> I I don't know much about her. Um, no, but I heard I, I, that does bring a bell because I know with the the latest Descendants they released was like they paid tribute to Cameron. Yeah, Boyce. I think it was his last like performance on film. Yeah. Um. Anyways, going back to this. I found this was really interesting because I was looking into, like, the statistics of, like, the ratings for mm-hmm. Disney Channel over the years. Um, so I found two of the highest rated premieres on Disney Channel for their films. I was kind of actually very shocked by both movies. Like, wasn't expected at all. Okay. <clears throat> the first one was High School Musical 2. Uh, that makes sense. It kind of does, yeah, because this, with the success of the first one and that's where, like, you know, it became a cultural phenomenon. It yeah. wasn't until the second one where I feel like I mean, obviously, it blew up with the first one, but the second one, it, I like, feel like it was more of a meteoric it. rise with the first one, and like the second one, it was like at their height of like <clears throat> popularity. Yeah. So with that, um, we see a sh- uh, seventeen point two million viewers. Woo. Yeah, a lot. And then this is where it gets interesting. So the second one, so unexpected, at least to me. The Wizards of Waverly Place movie. No, that's not surprising to me at all because really? it was like the finale of the series. Was it? No, yeah. I thought there was more after it. I'm pretty no, sure there was the more movie? episodes. Yeah, after. Oh, the maybe movie. there were more episodes. Oh, yeah, there were more episodes, but it was like a big event where it, it was, was like, which this I... changes the entire show because now there's a, a family wizard essentially. Yeah, and then like the but did last it change it. The last season was like an epilogue, kind of. Okay, but was. I don't remember. Yeah, it I that don't much. remember. I remember no, the movie though, because like now I'm sitting here. I'm like, wait. I'm like, wait a darn second. I'm like, no, I remember watching that. I remember watching so it too, but like it. I just don't remember. It was good. It is good. I, I mean, like some of it's corny, but of course it's a Disney movie. But, but like, like I, it was good. I just don't remember who's crowned the family wizard, and I get it's fucking what's his face, the youngest one. Is it? Yeah, because Max. Yeah, because uh, Justin loses and i think um alex wins but like she gives it up or something i don't know something happens where it ends up being max Mm. interesting um yeah and they try to appeal and stuff like that but like don't aren't they supposed to lose their powers and it only slowly goes to him yeah so like we get there like i really don't know but i feel like in that last season they still all have their powers i don't know 
I don't know. I think maybe it like gives them a year or like a a, a few months where it's they, like, all right, like a, your trial period, yeah. and then like we start charging your credit card. <laughs> Literally, they're they're not like a realtor that's gonna kick you out of your yeah. apartment if you don't pay your if you don't pay your rent and mm-hmm. you like go against your lease. They're like, I hey, will give you some leeway till you find a new apartment. I guess. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Anyways, that's all I kind of had for the like little bit of background, I guess, history segment for it before we jump on in. I don't talk about jumping at all. My top five. Sorry. I don't either. I've only but, seen it like once or twice. But it is an it is an honorable mention. You gotta push it. Push it. That's a good song. It is a great um, song. I'm gonna go from one to five. <gasps> no, wait. I told what? you I was gonna do this. Because what I feel happens, especially when I know that we have similar lists, is if my or your favorite is like <clears throat> number five or four on someone else's list, then like this, the, you kind of get the wind out of your sails, mm. you know? Where it's like, oh, it's anticlimactic. Now we've already spoken about my number one. Okay. No, I get that now. Yeah. That exactly. makes sense. Okay. You jump to conclusions. I really did. Just like Corbin Blue jumps in. <laughs> jumps in. I'm going to make a lot of. <laughs> jump in references despite having seen it like once and it not being on my list I, like the fact that you've only seen it once and you keep referencing corbin as if he's the most important person in the film no sorry kiki palmer. baby girl is kiki palmer that's true i apologize she is the star kiki palmer if you're listening i love you i love you so much and that's no gag yeah so you can Mm. No, you go first. Oh, yeah. I'll go yeah, first. you'll go first. I'll go first. Okay. So my number one. Ooh. This is Ooh. Weird, but I'm excited because I love this movie. I'm so strong. Is High School Musical 2. Interesting. Okay. Okay. Um, I'm, I had wrote up down the synopsis for each one. I feel like a lot of people already know the synopsis of most no, of I'm them. No, I'm glad but you did. I didn't, but I'm just going to kind of I also don't think a lot of these synopses are great, but whatever. Where'd um, you get them from? IMDb. Yeah. That's, that's whatever the, like, the most popular one is. Anyway. School's out for the summer, and the East High Wildcats are ready to make it the time of their lives after landing jobs in a wealthy country club owned by Sharpay and Ryan's family. That was my uh, Disney Channel voice. How was it? it I I like the I, I stuttered. Like the, I like the attempt. <laughs> I stuttered. It, it I was fucking gr- failed. <laughs> it was a great try, but you will never be a Disney Channel guy. I'm so sorry. <laughs> there, the, thank you so much for your audition. There's the door. <laughs> There's the door, bitch. <laughs> Wait, Mickey saying that. <laughs> There's door, bitch. Gorge. Um, God. Uh, we need help. We're not celebrating 420 right now, by the way. This is stone cold sober. We're just dumb. This is just us on a normal basis. We we need help. It's Tuesday. Um, so, I mean, Kenny Ortega. King. Legend. Icon. King. Again, I saw him at D23. He I'm waved to me. Very jealous. Changed my I'd life. I'd love to give him a hug. I didn't. I mean, I didn't get get to give him a hug. I know, but at least you got to wave to him. I'm just saying, like, yep. if, if, if life ever presented me the opportunity, Kenny Ortega, I would love mm-hmm. to hug you because you're just a, a great soul. So I do think that the second one is better than the first one. I know many. This is a very divisive. I can look. I by the by the look on your face, I know. No, I agree with oh, you. you agree? But I don't think it's my favorite. This is where I'm unpopular. I love the third the best, and I know that's an unpopular opinion, and I'm okay with that. <sighs> Listen, on. Gabriella, worst character. Worst character and hate. I want to say worst character in Disney Channel history. In all of cinema history. <laughs> 
I don't know if I'd go that far. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Um, but no, Disney Channel for sure. Gabriella Montez. Mm-mm. This night's your last. Girl, you're done. She's like, had a fun time in Nashville. And your last. <laughs> and your last. Um, when you said like that this was like the biggest one that premiered or whatever, I yeah. remember where I was when it premiered because I couldn't watch it. I was so excited for it to come mm. out. I was in Pennsylvania with my family in like gotcha. Lancaster. Mm-hmm. Um, we recorded it. And then DVR. DVR, baby. Yeah. And then when we got home, I had a, like a little pool hangout with my like my best friend at the time. And we watched it in like our soggy bathing suits on my den floor. Soggy bathing suits. And we oh, were what like, a name. We were like dancing along to the songs and our towels. Ugh. Okay. I do have to say, fantastic film. I remember it because I actually saw the High School Musical concert and mm. Zac Efron wasn't there as Drew Seeley. Yes, Drew Seeley. he sang for him in the first film. Mm. Um, and at the time, Zac Efron wasn't on tour because he was currently filming Hairspray. Yeah. And they, at the end of it, they gave, I think, like a little sneak peek where they were like, here's what to look forward to real soon. And they showed like the promo or just like the, mm-hmm. the image of High School Musical 2 and the whole, like we all lost our fucking minds. Yeah. Of course we did. Um yeah, I remember everyone being like, "Did you see Miley Cyrus in that one?" I voted frame? for her. I vo- remember there were you got to vote for who would be in the end scene. <gasps> oh, you just brought yep. a suppressed memory back. Yes, I, I do for, remember this. I voted now. for Miley Cyrus and I don't I'm know so who else would have been there. nominated. What Selena Gomez and like I don't remember. I just remember like Ashley Tisdale, she's in the movie. <laughs> I just remember Miley Cyrus was the obvious choice. Uh-huh. She was the supreme. Yeah. Um, ooh, what's your favorite song from that film? I was about to talk about the songs. <gasps> oh God, yes. <laughs> um, I'm living for this right now. <laughs> it's kind um, of pathetic. I mm, I think my favorite has to be Bet on It. It's just because of the one. performance that Zac Efron gives. Also, this is the first movie in which he does sing in. Yeah. And it's just like, oh, on the golf course. And it's just like, the it's so dramatic. It is. So dynamic. And it's so funny, like, looking back at even just that film. Like, his vocals are pretty strong. And for them yeah. to be like, oh, they were too weak for him to, like, sing in the first film. I was like. I wonder if that was, like, on his end where he was like, I don't know if I'm going to be able to do yeah, it. Yeah. That's actually true. Him. I never really thought about it that way. I always just thought it as, like. I guess like casting and like production team was like, like let's that not or he do did this. a lot of rehearsing in between or like they did a lot of training for him to be in hairspray. Oh, vocal, and so by the yeah. time that he was in High School Musical true. two, it was like, ah. um, fabulous is also uh, great. Yeah, what time is it? A classic at the end of the school year. Every single year we'd like sing it in the hallways. Um, I don't dance. That is queer cinema. Queer subtext these bitches gay good for them good for them i don't care what y'all have to say well actually kenny ortega released a statement about ryan's character yes not too long ago actually what did he say and basically like made the implication that he was but i mean we knew yeah we knew but he couldn't uh of yeah. course, being under Disney, there's not much you can do. And so he put, at her, Disney, he put at him Disney. with, like, the lesbian character of Kelsey. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> she's epic. She, she's queer. Yeah. Um. Do you know what my favorite song from that film is? Humanuka. Oop, mm, no. Oh, my God, no. Oh. Out of camp. Sorry to her. Sorry to her. She She's a performance. She's great. No, I am a sucker for every day. 
That's a good one. It's so it's kind of sappy. It is, but like it brought it together in the end. Yeah, I think it made me cry. Yeah, it, it, <laughs> it definitely it, did. It's emotional. It's 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 fantastic. And then they all yeah. join them at the end. It's, it's very nostalgic. Very, very celebratory. Yeah, it's like um, it's kind of like the the song that's at the end of the third Star Wars with the Ewoks. You lost me Not, there. Okay, I'm sorry. Um, Sharpay did nothing wrong. Oh, she is the hero. She is. I, w- I actually mm-hmm. watched this. You sent it to me, I, I think. Did you watch it? No. It's very. <laughs> I meant to. No, it's okay. It's a very good video. And someone, like this person, I forgot who it is, their channel, but they went and did like a deep dive analysis and it was very well put together. You didn't mention what it was about, but it's like about how they demonize Sharpay. Yes. And, and it's like... based on like, it's actually like there is literary lens to it which yeah. is like really fascinating so they took obviously like feminism and stuff like that mm-hmm. um it was just done very well the video well yeah because like, then there's sharpay's fabulous adventure and it's like obviously she's not going to be the antagonist of that film she's the protagonist yeah and they're like oh sharpay rocks it's like yeah we, we we've, we've been knowing for three we've known three whole movies we've known she was merely a victim to the selfish monstrous ideologies of one Miss Gabriella Montez. Yeah, who is very much a pick me girl. She she can rot in hell. Whatever. Anyways. Um so my number one totally different. Totally? <laughs> yeah. Um my number one is Eddie's million dollar cook off. Wow. I haven't seen that one probably since it came out. Or maybe not. I think I was sick one day and I watched it. So that film is from 2003. Mm-hmm. Um, for the besties that don't know what that film is at home, I'll give like a quick my own synopsis. Mm-hmm. It's basically about Eddie. I want to say he's in. I don't know if it's middle school or high school. I think he's in middle school. I want to say middle tiny. school. <laughs> he's short. It's. I think. I don't know. Either way. So they're in school and he's at a formidable age and he plays baseball and that's his personality. But he really finds a passion for cooking. And I think it's actually such a timely film because it looks at like gender study and the idea of gender roles and like how he's like demonized and looked down on by even his own family as well as his friends because he likes to cook and they think that's feminine or girly. Um, but he has a that was like the whole thing with Zeke too, who who liked baking, but he had to stick to the status quo. So I just love that movie because it it is just pure nostalgia, like within a bottle. Mm -hmm. Um, it's just such a fun dynamic of characters i forget her name right now will come to me later um the bitchy blonde girl who is like this is my cooking class and like why are you dumb boys here like fucking like let them live their lives miss mamas like (laughs) calm down do your little pie and let them live um and then the again i'm forgetting all their names right now but then the the cooking baking teacher queen she, I need to rewatch this. Oh, I don't so remember good. anything she about it. She she knew he was a star. She's like Eddie. Like she I had an eye I, for talent. I see you. I see you, and I'm gonna make sure you go far. And mm. he did. And also the fact that they got Bobby Flay for that film. They did as a cameo. Hell yeah. yeah! That was in his heyday too. It was. That's what I'm saying. Like damn, Disney pulling those strings. I liked it because also in a sense. I actually related to the film where growing up I played baseball and I also love to cook and bake. Oh my god, so it's basically you. It's it's my life story, you guys. 
Um, also, when I was young, like the there were like the scene, well, the food fight scene, iconic. When they get into that giant food fight at school, and like it made me, I, I always wanted to be as a kid. We all did. Mm-hmm. And then also, it was um, Eddie. I forget what he calls it, but it's like Eddie's like hot dog thing, where he like makes his own like concoction of um toppings mm. and makes like the ultimate like hot dog. And as a kid, before I was vegetarian, that always looked so good to me. I do remember the hot dog, mm-hmm. and that looks good. It's a great film all mm-hmm. around. Like the characters are there, it's fun. It's got heart. It's got humor. And the, what I love about the ending too, it's very realistic. He loses. He loses. Yeah, but, but it doesn't matter because about it's about the friends you made along the way. Yeah, it doesn't matter because <laughs> he's like, oh, like yeah, I lost, but like I did something I didn't think I could do. And it's the whole point is it's. It's the Disney trope where he's like, no, dad, this is your dream. <laughs> it really much feeds into that. And I we will go more into that trope later in this episode, I feel. But um, his dad comes around in the end. Mm. I honestly, I know this is me reaching, but I see this also another very like subtext queer film where his, there's a lot of that in the Disney there is, Channel but movies. Like, Obviously, like, I don't see Eddie as like a gay character, but I think the whole film is an allegory of coming out. I think it's um I think a lot of the people who made the Disney Channel origin, original movies were queer. Yeah. And I think a lot of it queer shows. kids it watched and rewatched them. Um I, there's like that thing on on Twitter where it's just like this is a queer experience because I'm queer and I like it <laughs> <laughs> or like and I experienced it. <laughs> no, but like now that I said this, I actually want like when you ever you have the chance to watch it, I do want you to watch it as like that allegory of like a coming out story because like I think you'll be like, oh yeah, like you'll see it in certain points. You'll be like, yeah, that makes so much sense. Mm-hmm. And again, like him like not winning in the end is such like the big thing because like he doesn't need to win the competition because he wins his family back. He wins his family over and his like dad like quote unquote accepts him for his passion. Okay, so n- my number two. We're going straight into number two. Yeah. Well, yeah. Um, Is Lemonade Mouth. <laughs> it's my number two as well. <gasps> wow. The bestieism of it all. Okay. Oh Quick synopsis if you haven't seen Lemonade Mouth, which, okay. Um, five high school kids, Olivia, Wendell, Stella, Charlie, and Mo, meet in detention and start a band based off on the lem- lemonade vending machine outside the detention room. Mm-hmm. By the way, that's not what they base the band on. They have the lemonade. They, they have the band already. The band, the band name is based off of Yes, but the band formed without the lemonade. No, the lemonade was not, you know the spark of the band it was not but it did it was definitely a, a motif yes and i guess what it represented where they, it was this old this thing that they were just trying to get rid of because they and were it was like, the idea whatever. of like rebellion and standing up to the man anti-establishment sure. yes um Which, that band more iconic than the beatles yeah some would say i mean did the beatles play madison square garden i don't think so i don't think so i mean they probably did <laughs> But Maybe. did they sell out within, like, their first year of being a band? Probably not. No. Did, okay. <laughs> Lemonade Mouth could have written, uh. <laughs> Ready? No, no. I no. got you. <laughs> Lemonade Mouth could have written Here Comes the Sun. Okay. But the Beatles could never have written Determinate. No. I was trying to, fi- I was trying to pick the right song by the Beatles. 
I mean, they could have written their entire discography. They could have. But oh my not even one of the Beatles or the replacement of Paul could have written Determinate. I have two people in mind that I'm just gonna I'm gonna spout out. Go. Bridget Mendler. Okay, Bridget Mendler Hive, rise up, please. Thank you. Stand the fuck up. Okay. No, she that woman deserves a Grammy. She is so paid dust, and I am sick of it. Her talent, you immaculate. She 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 delivers, and you all are bitter, and I cannot mm-hmm. stand it anymore. The other name I'm gonna spout out, my queen, Naomi Scott. Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh my God! She's so gone. Okay, we're gonna she have that ate com- Haley Williams up for no reason. We're gonna have this conversation <laughs> for she's so, no reason. She's so gone. In I want bag. you to know, I listen to that on a weekly basis. I, no I listen to it today. No joke. <laughs> weekly basis. I've been obsessed, obviously, ever since the movie came out. I thought I was the only one who was obsessed with that song. I would listen to it all the time. No, I listen. I, I, Everyone was obsessed. I embody it. I love that song. I, I get am, it. It makes me feel main character. I so, as I tweeted that one time long ago, someone find it on my Twitter. I said that She's So Gone is the new rules before new rules was new rules. Okay. Um, The thing that I, I, I spent like a minute looking up just before um, I, I remembered this Tumblr post oh God. from like, I don't even know what year this was from, but it goes, last time I had sleep paralysis, that kid went from Lemonade Mouse, stood at the end of my bed and did the rap to determinate for like three hours straight. And I haven't slept peacefully since. <laughs> and then screenshotted under it is a news article that says, Disney star Adam Hicks arrested for a string of armed robberies. <laughs> I was actually <laughs> gonna bring up the armed robbery. Yeah, <laughs> wasn't he like in an airport or something? I don't remember that much. Or but, he got caught in an airport or something. But no, yeah, like that's like a legit, like serious thing. Obviously, um, <laughs> I know we're laughing at it, um, <laughs> but the correlation is so uncanny. That's horrible. Um, also, there's something else I was gonna bring up about the cast. Um, we already talked about. His little stint. Mm-hmm. Is there any? Oh, we. I feel like we talked Haley about Kyoko. No, we we talked about this recently. I think it was either you and I or some. It had to be you about the kid who plays Charlie and he who was like twelve. Yeah, but he's always on TikTok. He's just like, you guys know I was like twelve in that movie. And we're like, yeah, we fucking know. We don't care. Get some talent like Naomi Scott, maybe. Yeah, that's harsh. I'm sure he's nice, but like, I'm not. sure. But like, there's so there's like a it's like a trend of like people like washed up. Stars who are like kind of even Ooh. predatory oh, on TikTok. Washed up. Well, it's, it's true. Uh, you are like they're s- not booking roles anymore. No, you're you're you are so right. And when you said it, I was like, yeah, I wanted to clap right there. <laughs> um, I like that this movie is all about friendship and found family. Yes, and what's great mm-hmm. about it is Love it that. is you know it explores outside that nuclear family it's right? like the breakfast club kind of but, but better but yes. better john hughes too john hughes wishes he had lemonade mouth he i know he clenching his fist right now is he alive Good i think he's question. dead kudos oh, um, just kicking over boxes my last note on this one and you'll find that this is a just a Common critique, not critique, or comment I have on all my favorites mm. that on my list, these bitches gay. Yeah. Every Who in particular? Every single one of them. Mm. Every mm. single one. I mean, mostly Haley Kyoko's character. Yeah. But. I mean. 
Grant did. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, her, her her character is just queer coded because she's like even the cat. She's like the anti mm-hmm. everything. Yeah. The cat's gay. The grandma's gay. Her dad in jail, gay. Oh goodness. Wendell's new stepmom, who he hates, gay. Gay. Um. <laughs> the thing that lives in my mind rent free. I have two scenes actually. When Wendell's new. Step- you have a family. <laughs> Is that one of them? No. <laughs> oh shit. You think it would be? No. When Wendell's stepmom comes to class to drop off his oh folder. Oh my god! And he's like, "Get the fuck out!" <laughs> he's like, "Get out, mom." They're like, ooh, his mom's hot. I mean, she is. Yeah, but like, that's something that's not something you make fun of a kid for. That's like, oh, your mom's hot. Yeah, like <laughs> I don't get why like he was so embarrassed. It's like, yeah, my that mom's a milf. Yeah, get over it. <laughs> like, get with the program. Um, and then the other scene that lives rent free in my mind is when they have that little fight in the cafeteria, and Haley Kyoko spits lemonade into their. Yeah, that's like insane. That was intense for a Disney film. It got really intense. Let's she was talk like, about she that. She got like arrested. It was a whole. Oh, there was. Yeah, yeah they, they got arrested. Yeah, they get arrested in that film. Yeah. Ooh. Um. No, but actually, now that you mentioned that, I have to. I don't think I've ever shared this with you. So that scene where um Bridget Mendler goes off about the whole you had a family. I actually used that monologue once for a speech class. <laughs> And like I fully embodied it, and I can, oh. I can promise you, at least half that class was confused and/or traumatized. This is actually from a play by um. <laughs> this is actually from Fences by August Wilson. And it's I was not. like, before I started, I'm like, I'm like, hi everyone, I am about to do a monologue from the Disney Channel original movie Lemonade Mouth. So everyone kind of like laughed at first because they thought it'd be all cutesy because they're like, oh, Disney Channel. I'm like, you have a family. And I like really <laughs> went into it. And then everyone like within a second was like, oh my God. Yeah, I popped off. I haven't spoken to my dad in years. <laughs> Bridget, that was a you thing. Yeah. you could. He wrote you letters. Mm-hmm. On you, Whatever. baby boo. Um, right. so technically my number three, because, yeah. yeah, that was our, number, was two. our number two. So Look at that. Now to number three. Look at that. Bestieism. Our minds are insane. That's bestieism Ooh, right that, there. That is powerful. Okay. If our number three is the same, I'm going to jump off of. I don't. We'll it see. could be. Mine is Halloween Town. <laughs> is it? <laughs> my number three is Halloween Town also. That's I, crazy. This is creepy. Okay, weird. If it, if it, and then if it ends here, that's funny because we texted before this episode. We're like, how many do you think we have in common? And Kay was like, I think we'll have two in common. That is true. We'll see. I mean. This is, mm. oh, this is very unsettling. This is. Okay, so synopsis. I mean, I feel like everyone's seen Halloween Town, but if you haven't, when a young girl living with her good witch grandmother, by the way, she doesn't live with the, the grandmother. The grandmother comes to visit. Yeah. Already wrong. IMDB. Get who? What gay intern is working? For I them? don't know. They're straight. Uh, <laughs> learns she too is a witch. She must help her grandmother save Halloween Town from evil forces. That's true. But her grandmother honestly can't do shit. It's her and her siblings that gotta save Halloween Town. Her mom, yeah. her grandma, and her mom are in that movie theater. In that just- little stelly thing. Yeah. yeah, that scared the shit out of me as a kid when <laughs> Calabar it- is floating, and I'm like, that's a movie theater. That's where I feel as safe. It should. Horrifying. Um, can we before we even actually get into it, mm-hmm. let's talk about Debbie Reynolds. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, Grandma Aggie. Grandma of all of us. She was all of our grandmas. Yeah, I I miss her. Whenever I so watch sad. that movie, it does get me upset. It, like, mm-hmm. I, I start to tear up a bit just, like, seeing her because ugh, she was just made for the stage. She, she was really made was. for just film in general. Like, And then I always just think, like, the first thing that comes to mind is singing in the rain. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, love singing in the rain. Ugh. Um... My witchy ass loved this. Loved this movie. <laughs> I mean, I did too. Like, should I have known I was gay back then? Because I loved Halloween Town, probably. Camp. <laughs> <laughs> so camp. Um, and, okay, wait. It's just straight up vibes. The introduction. Well, not the, like the introduction scene, but like w- within like the first act of the film, very early on, when the when Grandma Aggie comes to visit and Marnie's sitting there reading a book literally about herself, and she can't even fathom that it's about her. That I'm just, I'm like Marnie, you you little she's dumb, you bitch. Marnie does kind of act like a bitch for, oh, for a sure. lot of the movie. And no, she is. She's so mean to she her gets, brother. She gets character development though within like the yeah. other film. She definitely grows. And then they replace her. I know. In one of Whatever. them, like um, the last one. Yeah, the last one. But um, like we within the first film, yes, not only towards her brother but towards others. She's mm-hmm. very. Yeah, she's standoffish. She's entitled. Not a fan. She needs to learn. She needs to learn. She needs to learn the witchy ways. You know who I had a crush on? Who? Remember the the mean kid Luke? Yes. I had a crush on him. Uh, Both as his like human self and like his detransformed self. Yeah. I was like, you know what? I got it. Because like he was cute, and then he was really nice when he was ugly again. You're gonna hate me. Okay. Um. Do you know who I think is kind of attractive and who we over? Calabar. Yeah. Yeah, I know you would say that. His son in the second one's kind of cute. He oh he is. Oh, can we talk about how they're married in real life? Yeah. I love that. Yeah. So adorable. That and they I met, found that out recently on They TikTok. met um I I believe that was the set they actually first met on too. It's not like they filmed anywhere something beforehand like and they talk about so I follow um I'm forgetting her name in real life, the girl who plays Marnie, mm-hmm. the actress. I know. Um I follow her on socials. And is she's, my hand shaking? Oh, she's, yeah, it is. She's always, <laughs> she's shaking. Why? Uh, she's always posting vid- cute videos with her husband, mm-hmm. and they'll talk about it every once in a while. I used to tweet about Halloween Town, like, every single Halloween, and she'd always respond to my tweets, and, like, I mean, oh. she's just searching, which is a little sad, but it's cute. As, as like, a, as, like, a teenager, I thought that was cool. Well, you know, like, she's, as we would say, she washed out, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> Uh, like she doesn't do film anymore, not that I know of. And like, no, I think she's just chilling. She's just chilling with her family, and I think that's cool. I think if you're not gonna have a career, chill. Yeah, just don't be washed up. I have to say though, actually, now that we were talking about her being bitchy, her brother was kind of he he fucking deserved it. Let's be real. Yeah, he had it coming. He he was a smart ass. He always had to be right. He was a kiss ass. He would. He was a tattle. He was he, all the things you shouldn't be. But like in the later films, I was like, he oh, he, cute. Yeah, he got a little glow up. He got cute in a nerdy way. He got a little nerdy glow up. Yeah, like, he did. Um, yeah. Uh, the second film is such a betrayal, like Calabar's Revenge, like yeah. finding out that that's his son. That to this day, I still feel betrayed. Yeah, I do. But then also, uh, there's a lot of betrayal that goes on in these movies. But Marnie, girl, when Grandma tells you not to show the fucking secret room, she is She's talking specifically about boys. 
Grandma Aggie be knowing. That was a metaphor. Don't don't show a boy your secret room. <laughs> Pussy. <laughs> I was gonna say euphemism, but you, you beat Pussy. me to it by just saying it. Um. Maybe yeah. Is my that... last point. Go on. These bitches gay. <laughs> How? Some of them for sure. All of them. I think Kelbar is for sure. Uh, nah. He's no, not yeah. the only straight one. No, he was pining Aggie. after... Grandma he, Aggie and her, her best friend or whatever. He was pining after Marnie's mom, but we know that was all a beard. He wasn't really pining after her. Okay. The Oh, the... Wasn't it like a werewolf or something who was the hairstylist, the, the barber or whatever? I think so. He gay. Of course he is. Hmm. Bottom. The, this skeleton cat. Benny? Yeah, Benny. Gay. I named someone in my pilot after Benny. Is he gay? No. Mm. It was a ghost. Tragic. Yeah. Um. Okay. My number four. If this is the same, I'm going to punch you in the face. Oh, my goodness. I'm so stressed. I don't think so. I think we're going off course now. Okay. Okay. Cadet Kelly. Nope, we're good. Okay. Woo. All right. I love Cadet Kelly. Synopsis. A fashion-conscious youngster is horrified when she is forced to move to military school. Hillary Duff, I love you. You yeah. raised me, basically. I kind of think this was propaganda, in a way. It came out in 2002. On. Okay, go on. Um, Very, it's not a, it doesn't make any commentary on the military-industrial complex, you know. Um doesn't see the establishment as really bad. It's just like, you know, there's rules and she has to learn about the rules because maybe she needs some in her life because she's a little crazy. Um, Kelly was kind of the blueprint. Mm. I mean, she was everything to me. So cool. So cute. Um, Christy Carlson Romano is also great in that. Uh, Which brings me to my point. I saw her... On Broadway and Beauty and the Beast. <gasps> wow. Yes. Love her. Anyway, my She's point great. being, these bitches gay, and that's explicit. And uh, that is explicit. That is explicit. Let me tell you something. This 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 episode is obviously very gay. We're gonna say that. <laughs> um, but again, yeah. maybe this should have been a gay awakening for me as to why I am because I absolutely hated this movie. <gasps> Okay, lesbophobia. <laughs> no, not because of that, because it was a military movie and I thought it was boring. Mm. But, like, it wasn't. It was, like, kind of more like a, a a school drama, if anything. No, it was too military. For, it was too boring. I, I will say. Because I love both of them. I love when Christy, she loses When Duff. she loses the personality a bit and she's like, oh, I care about this the squad thing now with the gun and the throwing. She I was conforms. like, lost the interest. Yeah, I was she like, conforms. yeah, but then she also brought out the batons. She did. Which, and like the twirling. And she I was slayed. like, that I like more. Also, it's like such a weird plot twist when like her dad doesn't show up and they're like, where is he? And her and her stepdad show up and he's just like hanging off the side of a mountain. <laughs> and they're like, he's like, how'd you find me? She's like, yeah, you said you were going here. So naturally, I'm going to check on the side of a mountain. Yeah. It, it, I I don't <laughs> have much to say. It just, it doesn't make sense. But, you know, it's a it's, Disney it's Channel original movie. Of, it's kind of wild. Um, but it, it's good. It's I feel like 
long. I think the second act does feel long. That's my one criticism. Mm. But, I mean, it's very nostalgic for me. Like I said, I had that little MP3 player that allowed me to watch movies on it. And this is one of the ones I had. So I watched it a lot. Mm. Like, I can't relate, honestly. I'm so sorry. It's just one I will never watch a lot. That's fine. Yeah. I I love them both. Hillary. Understandable. She is... Love her to this day. Would I'd love her to meet her? Her architectural digest. I was about to say, literally, <laughs> it's one of my favorites. It's one of probably my top three architectural digests. It's such like a functional house. Too. It's functional. It's fun. I she, hate when they she has don't look per- lived in. And she also has a great personality. She really does. She is. She just, deserved to have her Lizzie McGuire show. She does. Disney sucks. Disney Plus can suck my ass for that one. Disney can just choke. Yeah. Anyway. Anyways, we're gonna, th- thank you for forming Disney. my childhood, but you suck. Suck. You suck. Um, so my number four mm-hmm. is the thirteenth year. <gasps> wow, I haven't thought about that one in a while either. Yeah, I I really dug into some that of makes the... you know what this makes sense for you. Yeah, queer. <laughs> no, I'm not calling you a queer. I'm saying it's a queer film. I'm like, is she about to slur me on the public <laughs> podcast? I mean, you so could. Um, I'm not going to use and, slurs. Yeah. Anyways, so a quick synopsis from IMDb. Of course, it's a terrible one. A Mm -hmm. teen learns that his birth mother is a mermaid after he begins to grow fins and slimy scales on his 13th birthday. I mean, that's fair. More stuff happens than that. That's the inciting incident. Yeah, exactly. That's why I was like, this isn't really like a plot synopsis. This is just Mm -hmm. like what the, uh, like you said, inciting incident, like the the catalyst. Yes, yes, yes. yes. Um, What I like about it, again, going back to Disney's movies in the 90s slash early 2000s, they were so much more progressive because you have someone who comes from an adopted family. Mm, the protagonist. I forgot about that. Yeah. Well, I mean, that makes sense. Because his mom's a mermaid. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's also just a very enjoyable watch. Um, it's mermaid culture. How can you not like it? It's merman culture, right? So merman, merman. So it's appropriating, you know. Not all mermaids are girls. Mm-hmm. There's guys too. I mean, we knew that from the Little Mermaid, but I guess we did know that they but... needed to be educated once again. Once again, because you know society loves to gender everything, and they're like, no, mermaids are girls. I kind of rewatched that one now too. It's a great one. I remember really liking it. And it's just so fun because it it is the Hannah Montana before Hannah Montana was Hannah Montana because he's living this double life where he's a merman, but he's also a, a, a teenage boy. One could and, say the same thing about Aquamarine. Yeah. We can say a lot about a lot of things. Mm-hmm. Um, also, of course, he like as like a kid growing up, should have been another awakening. He's kind of cute. Yeah, he is. Um, and I just remember thoroughly just – enjoying and it, it just it it's a feel-good movie mm-hmm. it has a an ending that i'm, okay, I'm also happy. stressful yeah stressful oh, for sure for sure for sure pun mm-hmm. get it i don't the ocean like the shore for sure oh <laughs> i can't today um <laughs> thank you yep um Whew. yeah it just has a, a an ending that I can agree with. 
everything about it is top notch. I the like specific scenes I have obviously like his his thirteenth birthday scene mm-hmm. sticks out. Another one for some weird reason I feel like um he, yes he was on the swim team so that yeah. was like the whole kind of um throw the wrench in type thing because dude found out he's a merman but now he's on the swim team mm-hmm. and he classic cla- <laughs> literally can't get more classic than that that happened to my buddy Eric once <laughs> Ugh, crazy um in terms of like looking at this like from a more outside perspective um which I'm actually going to tie in another favorite movie of ours that is in the Disney genre just not decom genre um, this is definitely just like a um a microcosm of puberty, mm-hmm. um, which is also what I love about um that is the the entire plot of Sky High. It is a microcosm yeah. of puberty, mm-hmm. and they do it so perfectly. Yeah, I love Sky High. <sighs> I gatekeep that movie so hard because it came out on my birthday. Whatever. Does that mean I can um gatekeep uh, Stranger in the Alps? Yeah. Okay, cool. That came um, out on your birthday? Yeah. I'm jealous. Not the day like I was born, obviously. <gasps> Goo Goo Gaga. You're, you're telling me you're not a baby? <laughs> I'm not like four years old? Yeah, no. Um, Wild. Okay. So my number five, this might be surprising. Okay. Maybe not. Because um, I think I've spoken about how much I really like this movie. But it is Teen Beach Movie, which came out in 2013. By the way, I was, I think, 14. When it came out. 14. I was 14. <laughs> so, synopsis. Two surfing lovers whose doomed relationship is nearing to a close find themselves swept into a dimension-traversing wave that sends them to a beach movie musical in the 60s. Like, come on, tell me that doesn't sound like a romp. Have you ever seen it? I have not. I'm sorry. This is my Mamma Mia. I cannot state that enough. Ooh. It's better than Mamma Mia. Oh, oh. So, like, oh, it's whoa. kind of influenced by Greece, but, like, with this time travel aspect. I knew that. I knew it was, like, Greece-esque. I mean, yeah, like, there's, like, the two. Well, not really. There's, like, it's, like, West Side Story West also, Side Story. Because it's, like, the two rival gangs, and they're singing, and it's, like, very Ross 50, Lynch 60s. is in it, correct? Do we, we stand him. But I love Ross Lynch in but this. there's the other person in there that I'm, like, not the biggest fan of. I don't know. The girl? No, the other guy. Oh, the other... Oh, the wait, actual guy? Wait, oh, yeah, Ross Lynch isn't gay. No. Like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, we didn't just throwing the gay word around all podcasts but where I'm just like, everyone's gay. This movie is very gay. <laughs> and I'm not just saying that because half the cast is. You're it's not just, just saying is. that because you said that about every film No, so like, far. it is. Because, like, half the time... It's the two male leads hanging out with each other and the two female leads hanging out with each other. Same thing in the sequel. And I'm like, hmm. Interesting. But that is traditional, like, splitting of genders. No, but, eyes. like, there's subtext. You got you to watch it. I, um, here, here's our deal. I will watch it, but I'll only, like, I will only watch it if I'm with you. Yeah. Like, I will never subject no. myself on my own time, so you have to make me watch it. Okay. Okay. That's fine. Whatever. That's fine. Um, I remember watching this with my sister when I came out, expecting it to be like stupid and horrible. Like, yeah, let's just like watch Teen Beach movie. Like, that sounds so I'm dumb. And we're like, we're like sitting on the couch and we're like, okay, wait. Why is this good though? <laughs> I think we mostly watched it actually because someone we liked from Sleeping and Dance was a, like one of the 
dancers slash actors in it. And he was. But it went beyond that. <laughs> it started out as a joke. It wasn't a joke anymore. Best songs, Cruisin' for a Bruisin'. Fallen for you. Okay, iconic. And Can't Stop Singing. It was like a popular TikTok sound for a bit. Um, it's so good. Um, the sequel's horrible. Don't watch it. It's just such a perfect, fun <laughs> summer movie. It's just like breezy. It's fun. It's it's funny. You're destroying my sister's room. I'm trying to breathe. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh God. I just love it. And I don't like that you're I making fun it. of me. I love it. I love that you love it. I just, I can't guarantee that I'll love it. Whatever. Love. What's your number five um, before we get into my honorable mentions? Honestly, I'm surprised this wasn't in your list. I'll probably have an explanation why. Because I think I know you, what you're go- where you're going. You will. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. You, you, you will. You will. Um, but no, it stands the test of time. It is a number five, and you will. I will explain why. Number five, mom's got a date with a vampire. Oh, it's not where I thought you were going to go. Where did you think I was going to go? Camp Rock. Oh, no. Okay, good. Oh, sweaty, no. Like, I like Camp Rock, but ugh. Camp Rock is fun because it there's is. There's too much. It's camp. There's it is too much camp there. Camp for sure. But yeah, like, looking back. No, so, mm. for the besties at home, like, my rating system for this week, it, like, these movies had to stand the test of time. Like, if I watched it now, I had to enjoy it. If I watch Camp Rock now, I'm just going to roast it the whole fucking time. She's really good. <laughs> Let's see. She's what is it? Hot Tunes China or something? Oh yeah, <laughs> supposed to be. Your mom's just a cook or whatever she said. All right, Tess. Like, shut the fuck up. Tess was such a bitch. I didn't even care when her mom left. But can we talk about Megan Martin? Who? Isn't that her name in real life? I don't know. I think it is. Queen. How would I know? Queen. Anyway. Anyways. I remember this movie. Yes. Mom's got a date with I a vampire. I think I only watched it once. Um, it's from the year 2000. Uh-huh. Um, what I love about this. It's kind of like The Lost Boys. Yeah. Yes. Um, and funny enough, when I was when I was like doing my reading system, I was like, oh, wait. Is the lead vampire the same lead vampire from The Lost Boys? It's not. It's um. No. I'm forgetting the actor's name, but he plays the grandfather in Gilmore Girls. He's in The Lost Boys. Yes. The lead vampire in this again. I'm so bad with actor names. Um, what is it? It doesn't matter. It's Mr. Sheffield from The Nanny. I've never watched The Nanny. You never watched? It's on my watch list for this summer. Oh my god! I was. It was well. What it came out when I was like what two? Okay, and what was I four? Do you think I was watching it then? Yeah, no, but the reruns, girl. Yeah, but like. It's your culture. Why? Why is oh, so it's not your culture. It's my culture. Gay men love the nanny. Um, and queer women can't. No, they can. And they do. I just, I'm not an elder. Mm. Any whom's. Um. Also, <laughs> queer elder born before 2000. Also, our queen from the OG Sabrina the Teenage Witch plays the mom, Caroline. Yes. Um. What I love about this film, it is it is peak classic. Like, it is, I'm trying to, I don't know how to word this. Basically, like, the plot of it, it it's just, like, the basic plot line. And mm-hmm. it's just, it's done well. It, yeah. It's the adolescent. Predictable, but, like, whatever. Yeah, but enjoyable. And mm-hmm. it's, like, adolescent-based. So, and it's so, it really speaks to the year 2000. Well, like, yes. just that, that 
It almost feels like it was filmed in the early 90s. Because literally the whole point of this film is the kids all had different things to do that night and they're all grounded. Mm-hmm. Like, oh no, all oh, rats, now we're grounded. Hey, let's find a way around it. Like, it's, yeah. it's just, it's classic. Um, and then so when they found out mom's got a hot date, they're like, yeah, mom, like go on that date. They're like, we're ready to hey, go. Miss at- Mamas. Okay, we're ready to go party. And then they're like, oh, fuck. like I think, I think mom- I think mom's on a date with a, a vampire. vampire. And they got it. Get then- out of here! You're always making things up. Yeah, and, <laughs> yeah. You literally, I will never forgive cinema for coming up with the trope of parent that is either a dumb, be ignorant. Or C doesn't trust their own fucking kids. Mm. And that's that was a, that very popular. popular 90s, 2000s film. That's before we... And that was outside kids. of Disney Channel. I'm talking about all, like, children-based cinema. Mm-hmm. That was a very popular trope where the parents, like, you're crazy. Or I don't... Like, if my kids... Cat ki- in the Hat. Perfect example. If my, Spiderwick Chronicles. If my kids came up to me and told me something and seemed very upset about it to, like, the point of tears, wouldn't you believe them? Yeah, or, like take them to a doctor like something's wrong yeah at least try to help don't like lock them into their like you're grounded yeah they're like you're crazy i'm gonna lock you into your bedroom as if they're not gonna do worse things to themselves in a locked bedroom yeah you know they didn't think about mental illness back then clearly but no it's just such a fun film and obviously as a kid i can't even say obviously as if you all knew me as a kid i was Mm -hmm. very fascinated with vampires as a kid i mean i still am now obviously but like as like um i think of the little is it the little vampire? little vampire? Um, that film left a mark on me for better or for worse. I can't tell. The music in the movie reminds me of the movie. <laughs> <laughs> that was a reference to pretty much it. I love them. Oh, yeah, the, their video. It was the, the video, video they, for the they, little vampire. They, they were. Yeah, like, oh, con- <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Didn't they like move to Scotland or yeah. something randomly? Yeah. Again, kid. the plot is weird. They called Great. him like a Yankee. Yeah. <laughs> That's, I feel like it's a slur. If if a Scott calls you a Yankee, that's a slur. That is. Like, only we can say that. Sorry. Um, also, like, why are they so invested? I'm sorry. Were you in the Civil War? Why are you calling them? Or wait, was it the Revolutionary War? I don't no, know. No, no. I think. Or I don't even know. Whatever. No. It's, yeah, it's just wait, what they would just call to town. the Northerners. Yeah. Cheeseheads. Yeah. Jeez. Anyways, it's a fun film that has the spooky elements but isn't necessarily halloween like of course it came around around halloween time yeah but it's it's one you can enjoy all it's year not round. as spooky as like phantom of the Meg- the megaplex yes which is also a fun one but very fun indeed um um i was like thinking i'm like is that i don't even that's actually not in my honorable mentions but in my honorable mentions i have a, a, a spooky one don't look under the bed. <gasps> I was gonna talk about that from 1999. Thank you for bringing that up. Have you watched it recently? Yes. Damn. It's one of my most popular letterbox reviews. It has like 32 likes, which isn't a lot. Wow. Ha- no, that is- I don't think I have any. Likes I'm like within the top reviews. five reviews on that film. I'm like, <laughs> okay. As you should be. Famous. Um, let's unpack Synopsis. it a little. Synopsis is a teen enlists the help of an imaginary friend named Larry Houdini to deal with a prank playing boogeyman who's framing her for his dastardly deeds this awoke something in me can't explain what um i'm gonna say two things that almost sound contradictory of each other the film is genius in ways 
It is. There are some really smart things. There are. And, like, concepts that are interesting to Yeah, explore. when I watched it from, like, an adult perspective, I was mm-hmm. like, wow. However, the other side of me is, like, what the fuck is wrong with these people the for making this? The execution was kind of awful, yeah. Not, no, I'm not even talking about the execution. Like, I'm talking about the material. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm Fucking sp- scary. Well, yeah, I remember when the, I watched it when it was on Disney Channel, mm-hmm. and I had to be probably five at, like, the, the oldest mm-hmm. um, with, with the reruns. Um, no, wait, it came out in 1999. Okay, so I would have been three. So, yeah, I definitely didn't watch it then. So when they did a rerun when I was a little bit older. Yeah. Um. Yeah, like, I remember horrified. The only scene I remembered up until I watched it recently as an adult was when the brother gets pulled under the bed. Yeah. Horrifying the, scene. I mean, the whole nightmare realm where they are, and Larry looks all fucked up and scary. Well, because he's like a boogie. Oh, well, he is the boogie monster. Or he's one of, there's no, like he... several boogeymen. So what it is, it's, it's like passed down, yeah. kind of. And it, he was basically... Like, not chosen, but, like, he had to, like, take on that role. Yeah, he was, like, running out of time because, what, his, the brother stopped believing in him yes. or something? Yes. Oh. So, again, it has its, its genius. I love Larry Houdini. He's one of my childhood he, crushes. He's very cute. I And he's just, like, so fun. And I really ship him and the sister. But she, That's again, like, again, she was kind of a bitch. Yeah, no, she was. But, but I, I you know get it. why they did that? They, they, I blame the writers for that. I fucking blame the writers. Okay. Because they were trying to establish her as more of an adult figure. So they were like, hey, well, let's yeah, equate- she like grew up too fast. It's very Peter Panish to me. Yeah. Is it not? No, it, it is. And that's why like they make her that way. And which I, again, I hate to use that word of describing her, but like she comes off that way. And mm-hmm. like, I, it, the writers, you have a lot of explaining to do. You my, could have done more with her character. My review for it that has 30 likes on Letterboxd is, yes. what if we kissed and you're my brother's imaginary friend? Ha, <laughs> JK. Unless. <laughs> That's like, it, it deserved that many likes, if not more. I really like it. I think more people should watch it. I think um, this is like a good uh, double feature for what we're watching tonight. Yeah. Which I'll, you'll find out about in a, in a in little another, bit. Oh, yeah. Besties. Later. At a, like at, at a later from, date. Yeah. Um, do you have any other honorable mentions? I have three others. Okay. I'm um, not going to really talk too much about them. Yeah, I just had a list of them, and I was just going to read them off really fast. And okay. I had, I think, one or two in particular that I wanted to talk about. Yeah, I had, I'm going to talk about two in particular very briefly. Um, so my list, Stuck in the Suburbs, mm-hmm. Jump In, yep. Pixel Perfect. Oh, wow. The Proud Family Movie. I vaguely remember it. So good. Um, obviously, the High School Musical series, The mm-hmm. Cheetah Girls, mm-hmm. Twitches. Never really watched Twitches, which Twi- is weird because I see it's Samira. It's twin witches. I know. Uh, the witchiness of it all. Smart House. Oh, that's like kind of Lynchian. I'm kidding. <laughs> you're like <laughs> Kafkaesque. You're like David. <laughs> um, Xenon, Girl of the 21st Century. Never watched those. I know. I'm sorry. You, you have to catch up. It's sorry. Great. Um, and now the two I was saving to talk about. I'll talk about one. We'll go to your others. And then. So this was in my top six. Mm-hmm. And this is the one I cut. Okay. Read it and weep. Oh, yeah. 
um, she had to be cut for reasons because she just did not reach the level of top five. Mm. However, it's sisters. It's Daniel and Kay Panabaker. Mm-hmm. They were the duo of Disney. They really were the girlies who came for everyone's throats in terms of... Yeah, I mean, I wasn't their biggest fan, but yeah. I stand them real hard. Oh, okay. Um, I just love the concept, too, because they went into, like, the creative mindset and, like, freeing your yourself from... It, it That movie is escapism. She literally is delusional and is like, let me create an imaginary friend in which I can build my, my myself a better world. And then it gets published. Yeah. I do remember watching it. Um, also, the only off-putting thing about that movie is, like, I think the, the ending, they figure out how to save the dad's pizza place is by putting, like, seaweed on it or something weird like that. Ew. Yeah. So, oh, fuck. literally, <laughs> I want to, again, I would like to speak to the writers. Yeah. Um, so, one of my honorable mentions is Kim, the Kim Possible movie, so the drama. The game for that movie that was on DisneyChannel.com. Which one? For the 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 Kim Possible the movie the game. Yeah, but oh, I don't remember. Oh, maybe I do. It was. Like, I remember the one where you're working at Bueno Nacho, and I remember the one I remember where that. she has to get the clothes for like the mission. Yeah, no, this was different. So this was like oh. specifically for the movie, and it was like it was like an actual game where you had to like progress in levels, almost like an actual video game. Oh, I don't. Think I, I was ever addicted. It. I don't know if I ever beat it because I was like obviously my goal was to beat it. Um, I was hooked. That was a great movie. I mean, if you didn't like want her and Ron to get together, get out of here. You're get sick. Get out of here. You're sick in the head. When they finally got together, biggest moment in my childhood, honestly. Made everything in my life worth it. I was like, love exists. And I do have to say, there's a, there is a gay icon within the um, Kim Possible cinematic universe. Senior, senior, junior? No, I was gonna say it's someone we don't because uh, Shigo. I think p- people usually jump to Shigo. Doctor Jackson. No, no. Who are we talking about? Rufus the Rat, gay icon. Asexual. No. Asexual. He's an he is a gay icon. He is <laughs> fabulous. Why do you say these things? Because it's true. <laughs> anyway. Bessie's at home. I anyway, need y'all to back me up. I was obsessed with Kim Possible. I thought I was her. I was like, I can do that. <laughs> Couldn't. Um, perfect friends to lovers. Just, um, she was a cheerleader by day. If we're gonna talk about enemies to lovers, I gotta bring up Starstruck. Ooh, mm-hmm. I kind of loved that movie. I kind of did too. I like it was bad, and I knew it was bad. Yeah, but but hero acoustic. Something about the sunshine. Are you kidding? <laughs> the title track, Starstruck. Come on. Come on now. Oh. Now, come on now. Now, come on now. That's a great movie. So good. Um, you know what? No, it. I, I like it. I don't. I know it's I terrible, care. but no. I don't no. care if I, it's embarrassing, cringy. I, lo- I loved it. <laughs> I will say something that I'm going to regret later and I'm going to okay. be so embarrassed by. Sterling Knight, sir, you do nothing for me. But when you sit there and you sing Hero Acoustic, I feel something. Right? I feel something. Throughout all of a the chance, I was like, mm, whatever. Him in that movie, for some reason, I was like, okay, okay I get it. I'm, I'm seeing something. And then when he did the thing, when he like crossed his eyes or he just like smiles, I was like, <laughs> Kay thought he was looking directly at her. She's like, what is this feeling? <laughs> um... And then the last one I'm going to mention briefly is 
one that's very recent, like 2017, it's Tangled Before Ever After. It's part. It's like the prelude or prologue, rather, to the animated se- series of mm. Tangled on Disney Channel, which is also really good, by the way. Okay, I've heard. Um, I've actually heard it's good. I mean, they introduced I, they these kept, new characters. Sorry, are just so fun. They kept the OG cast, correct? They, I think yes, they kept Mandy, Mandy and, Moore Zachary. and Zachary. Levi. Oh, I was like Zachary, the, Zachary. All the people from the movie, yeah. I know. Chef cast. And it, it's, it's that's just, why it's good. It's so good. They get so many cool Broadway people to do stuff on the show too. Um, good. Utilize talented people. I know. Oh yeah, because what's his face from Newsies is like in the show. He's like a recurring character. Jeremy Jordan. Yes. How did I know that? That's sad. Yeah. I um, was a huge Jeremy Jordan fan back in the day. Why? Oh, because of uh, Newsies. Oh, you were a Newsies stand? I was. I saw. We it... haven't talked about. We this. haven't. I saw it twice on Broadway. I didn't see it at all. Broadway. Fantastic. Um, also, uh, instead of, course, of being a Newsies fan, I was a Star Kid fan. Also, going... of course, the last five years. Yes, yeah, because I I figured that was what you knew him from. Um. um but yeah, I, I, I've heard not so great things about him. Yeah. So that's why I kind of was like, uh-huh, I, I, let yeah. it, I let it go. Uh-huh. I was like, it's not worth it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I, I know, I know what you're talking about, but it's a good show, good movie. Of course, check it out. <laughs> Maybe, if if it's the type of thing, if you like Tangled, check out Tangled, fantastic. I, I will, I will stand behind that. And my, I had le- a dream that I was dressed up as like the DVD. As the DVD, <laughs> it was a weird dream. I have really weird dreams. Not she wasn't dressed um, as Rapunzel. Everyone, she was dressed as no, the like DVD. I was wearing like a sandwich board. Like yes, it was like the cover of the DVD. Maybe that will be a Halloween costume idea, like a blockbuster DVD case. That'd be that'd be a serve. Garrett Watts dressed up as like um, the PS2, I think Harry Potter game for like the Chamber of Secrets. Amazing. My last honorable mention, mm-hmm. technically it cannot be added. I did a little research. It can't be added to the list because it is not a Disney Channel original movie. However, it was on Disney Channel as a movie. It's a Canadian film that they produced. I I will stand. I'm surprised. That, well, this is the reason it wasn't in my top five because it's not a decom. Mm-hmm. It is a fantastic film. I love it. I don't know what you think about it. 16 Wishes with Debbie Ryan. Oh, I remember it. So good. I mean, better than Radio Rebel. We don't talk of her. Well, I've actually never even seen her, so I can't even talk of her. Really, really dig in. And then, I don't know what the fuck she says. but No, 16 Wishes. I mean, it was 16 Candles, but just with Debbie Ryan. No. And with Magic. Because 16 Candles sucked. Oh, I'll say it. I love 80s movies. You know me. I love John. I'm turning away. To I not love 80s face movies. Craig right I can now. watch a John Hughes film, but 16 Candles does not do it for me. Fun fact, though, that you mentioned that the um, the lead actor who plays the opposite of Molly Ringwald. I was reading this article today about where um, actors ended up like who like quit Hollywood acting. I forget what he does now, obviously, but like he has like a wife and kids, I believe, and does something pretty. I want to say he has like a, he owns a farm upstate or something like that now. Cool. Yeah, good for him. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that was a good one. I'm sorry, we're gonna have this discourse really quick. Why are you so upset? Sixteen Candles is not that great. It's just fun. It's not even fun. Okay. 
you know what's better, Pretty in Pink. Well, yeah, we're, we we're all know about, that. We if we're going to talk about that. Molly movies, that is her. It's still good, though. Mm. Okay. We're fighting. <laughs> I'm kidding. We're fine. We're, we're taking it to the bird app. <laughs> um, yeah. I don't know. That's all I gotta say. Yeah, I haven't same. watched any decoms really that recently because they're not made for me. And people get pissed. Whenever there's like a new decom, all of a sudden I see these 20-year-olds being like, this looks dumb. It's like, it's not for you. It's not for you. Not everything it's, is for you. It's like when they, I forgot what film it's from, but it's, um, they made it into a meme and it was like a, it was like a viral tweet really long time ago. Um, and it was like making like a gay joke and it's with um Emma Stone and it, I don't know what film it is and she's like talking to kids she's like that's because it's not for you mm-hmm. I think I oh it sounds familiar but yeah she's like this one thing this one thing is for him mm-hmm. yeah it's funny it, it's funnier than yeah they're just sounds. like this looks dumb and I'm like yeah it's for like ten year olds not you know people who are still living in their parents houses and they graduate from college last year and they're year. still checking out what's coming up on disney channel apparently. yeah it's just like get a job stop going to bars get a hobby at least get a get a hobby make a friend yeah read a book learn a language anyway kiss a person mm, maybe get back to me first um <laughs> that's that's all i that's all, I that's all we say. gotta say about I decom have, this week really yeah that's okay um Join us next week as we talk about Don't tell them. something. Something. We're going to be doing another film review. We are. It's gonna be fun. It will be. It's it's going it's, to be chaotic. It's definitely one that you guys have like if you've heard of it, you've probably only heard of it because of me. Yeah. And, and that's not have... me that's not me being like <laughs> I'm different. It's just like no, it's it's genuinely. And if like, you not haven't heard film. for it heard for it, if you haven't heard of it, bless your soul. Okay. Oh, you're you gonna... haven't seen it yet. <laughs> I already know that I'm getting into something that's very horrifying. I feel like it's going to be half boring, half horrifying. It's going to be camp horror. Which is kind of your thing. It kind of is. We'll see. We'll see. Anyway. Um, Thanks for tuning in, everyone. I've been Kay. I've been Craig. And go, go watch, watch a goddamn, goddamn movie. movie. Goodbye, Goodbye everyone.